Welcome to the Audit Room, the number one podcast where you can share your audit experiences, ask questions, and get expert coaching and feedback. Episodes are recorded live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Central Time. That's 11 a.m. Chicago Time, 12 noon New York, and 6 p.m. Berlin. So be sure to check the show notes to join our next meeting and get all your auditing questions answered. Now, here are our hosts, Trent Russell and Tracy Marquardt. This podcast is brought to you by Green Skies Analytics, the services firm that helps auditors leapfrog up the analytics maturity model. Their approach for launching audit analytics programs with a series of proven quick win analytics will guarantee the results worthy of the analytics hype. Whether your audit team needs a data strategy, methodology, governance, literacy, or anything else related to audit and analytics, visit greenskiesanalytics.com. This podcast is also brought to you by Quality Assurance Communication. If you're an internal auditor who wants to take your own or your team's communication skills and audit results to the next level, who wants to create more for yourself, your team, and your organization, no matter where you work around the globe, then check out Quality Assurance Communication at qacommunication.com. Hello, everyone. Uh, This is Trent Russell, and this is The Audit Room. You can join us live to ask your questions of our special guests, such as Tina, every Tuesday at 11 Central Standard Time by connecting with Tracy and myself on LinkedIn, where you will get the Zoom link. Again, I am your co-host and moderator, Trent Trent Russell. I'm the founder of Green Skies Analytics, where we help launch internal audit analytics programs and internal audit data teams. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Tracy Marquardt. Thanks, Trent. I'm Tracy Marquardt, known as Europe's leading audit communication consultant, but coming to you again this week from Canada. And that's, uh, I find quite interesting because Tina is also in Canada and not that far from me today. So for all things audit communication to improve your productivity, leadership skills of your team and create better audit results than ever before, please get in touch and we will help you out with that, especially with your audit report writing. And today we have in the audit room, um, Tina D'Souza and our topic is developing your personal brand as an auditor. And I think this is a great topic for internal audit. We've got lots of questions for Tina. Tina is an experienced professional in the field of internal audit, process improvement and re-engineering and risk management. She's a co-founder of the Audit and Risk Network. So I'm excited to ask about that. It's an online network dedicated to providing resources to audit risk governance and compliance uh, professionals. So Tina, welcome to the audit room. We're so happy to have you here. Thank you, it's my pleasure as well. Thank you for the honor. Absolutely. And so we are talking with Tina about developing a brand for internal auditors. If you are not familiar with Tina, um, connect with her on LinkedIn. I'll put the link in the chat here shortly and just scroll through there. Just scroll through a little bit and you'll understand um, how much she puts into this and why she is absolutely an expert on the topic. I think brands in general have become, um, I think most people know what that means in terms of building a brand for yourself. But in terms of work with internal audit, relative to internal audit, why would an auditor need to develop a brand? Yes. So first of all, personal branding is a conscious and an intentional effort. And it is required to create a public perception of an individual. And it helps them to position themselves in an authority in the industry. It also elevates their credibility. It helps them to build their credibility and reputation. It helps them to differentiate themselves. And all of these aspects actually require for audit profession. We are in a field where we choose 
to inspire, to influence, to help companies and professionals to actually understand what risk management is, for example, how important compliance is. So you need to be in a position to influence. And all of this happens when you have a brand, a personal brand, a personal credibility that is established in the client's mind, for example. So how do you go about it is quite important. It requires intentional, deliberate effort. It requires a lot of self-reflection and choosing those actions that actually are consistent and aligned to the message that you want to get across to your client. And if I can jump in, you know, I think that identifying that message that you want to represent yourself, I think is super, super important because we've, we've all heard for years and years and years and years um, to be a trusted advisor and to yeah. have credibility. And these days, I'd say in the last two years, it's much more important to be able to influence, mm -hmm. you know, ethically in, in a win-win kind of situation. So I think this is a super important time for auditors to be not just considering having their own brand, but actually putting a brand in place for themselves. Yes, in fact, uh, right now, like I'm associated with RBC, I work with the capital markets team. So RBC went on an entire overhaul of rebranding themselves. So we aligned ourselves. We are now known as a trusted advisor to the businesses that we yes. audit. So this is such an important terminology, trusted advisor. So the business trusts us give them good advice to help them understand how do you manage your risk? How do you mitigate your risk? How do you design an entire risk and control framework? So you need to put yourself in such a position where you inspire trust in that particular person and also understand that you're not policing them, but actually being a partner with them. So this entire thing involves a very well thought out structure of framework and action plan to execute it. Now, this is not just restricted to businesses. I must say this is also important as an individual, as an auditor for yourself. So back when I was pursuing my MBA, we learned personal branding from the perspective of marketing. So you market a product, you market a company. What is the entire branding campaign that is put into place? You take the same aspects, you take the same ideology, the components, and put it to use to yourself. So for example, what is the first aspect that I would do? sit down, reflect, conduct a self-assessment exercise, conduct a SWOT analysis. So I'm going to be using this particular terminology, which is very um, famous in the marketing arena. And you'll find many books right now, many leadership experts talking about conducting SWOT analysis on yourself. Mm -hmm. So that means listing down your strengths, your weakness, your opportunities, and your threats. And once you have identified and defined who you are, then you identify what exactly do you want to do with your strengths and your opportunities? For example, I am a capital markets internal auditor. I'm also interested in data analytics, innovation technology. So how am I going to increase the breadth of my expertise? I will talk to my reporting manager, for example, and I'll tell him that these are the areas that I'm particularly interested in developing my expertise. I will see if there are any opportunities within my team to be a part of such projects. I'll put my hand up. And I will understand from my reporting manager that how can I actually distribute my time? So this is the messaging that I'm getting across consistently. And the most important thing about personal branding is it's not just about optics management or perception management. It is also building credibility. So you're not just putting up a facade. You're also showing substance, your work to back it up. So these two things should go hand in hand. 
So you have your work and the way you present it is equal to personal branding. And, and how important to talk about it. How added in the chat, um, mm -hmm. we all have a brand. The question is whether it is intentional or by happenstance, right? And exactly. I was I was curious, I had a, a, a similar question in that it almost seems like the starting point should be like, what do I want my brand to be? Do I want to be the data analytics person? Do I want to be the audit person? Do I want to be the data analytics audit person? Is that, mm -hmm. do you start with like, this is the, you know, start end goal and yes. work your way back? Define a purpose statement. So the first thing is that each of us needs to know all of us have a personal brand. It's all about whether we are going to own it or not, whether we take the onus to define it or not, or we just leave it uh, to an individual's bias. So everybody actually sizes up a person and they meet them for the first time. But how are you going to get your message across? What are you going to define yourself as? If you own that up and you're deliberate and intentional about it, you can actually define and influence your personal branding. So you need not leave it up to the interpretation of the onlooker, for example. So that's the important thing. So the first step would be define who you are, understand who is your audience or what do you want to do with your strengths and opportunities mm -hmm. and then define an action plan. Yeah. Can I jump in here? Because I think this is so important for auditors, especially maybe I'll say the younger generation yes. um, because you know those who are, in the later part of their career, maybe aren't, you know, they've established their credibility over time and years and maybe mm -hmm. aren't on social media as much, that kind of thing. But I do, I do think that for people coming into the profession or people who are planning, you know, their career at all, because a career might not stay in internal audit, it might go into compliance or it might go into, you know, risk management or other areas of mm -hmm. even operations within the business. I think it is important to establish, you know, who you are and who you represent. And, yeah, and, yeah. and the value that you, that you bring and own it and be proud of it. Yes, yes. And in fact, there's another thing that, you know, I recently read a post. Uh, and in that post, it was written, when you're in a room filled with professionals, they've already been given an invitation to speak up. So don't wait for someone to ask you to speak up. Take the opportunity to speak up, add value, add substance to the conversation. That's how you're making your personal brand felt across the room. Now, whether your personal brand has a recall value, whether it is memorable, whether it's going to act as a calling card, depends on what you speak, how you do it. Mm -hmm. What is the value that you're adding? What is the impact that you're creating? So always remember, be concise, be precise. And I feel that is your motto, even of your audit reporting communication, Tracy. I, have I know, like, it's all about communication, right? Communication, yes. behavior, the language that you choose. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you can inspire. Words Words can inspire. It can also yeah. motivate. It can lead to a ripple effect for the good. So Absolutely. Use it, yes. use it for your, use it in a good way and ensure that, you know, you're adding value every time that you open your mouth. So whether you speak, whether you write, everything should be done so with a particular purpose in mind. And Absolutely. with respect to personal branding, um, also, owning your social online presence is very important. It's no longer a nice-to-have thing anymore. I believe it's a must-have right now. And so if you're on LinkedIn or if you choose to have your own website, ensure that what you have set across to establish or to achieve as your personal brand, it's consistent to what you're putting out. Your audience is able to you know, 
understand your message they are able to understand what is your forte or what is your niche write more about it so personal branding for that matter i recollect when i was a student nobody even spoke about it as a individual right so we were so haphazard about what we put out over there we never aligned it to what we want to do as an individual what were our aspirations our passions nothing of that was aligned it was quite haphazard out there and nobody spoke about it in fact i believe personal branding as a um, tool has come about only in the recent decade people have actually speaking now more than ever and uh, business schools are talking about it how do you want to develop about, more about it so it's definitely something that we need to be intentional about be deliberate about so one thing i definitely like uh, writing is on linkedin i put <laughs> out topics about career advancement career planning and also my favorite subject audit so i've got about 7 years of experience so i write according to that but i wish every time that had i known all these aspects much before in my student life i believe personally that it would i would have done something more about it so starting personal branding at a very young stage is quite important rather than being an executive after 15 years then you realize okay you have already built a credibility but starting it out much younger i believe it will open up opportunities many doors let me ask you because linkedin is million dollar real estate so mm-hmm. your profile on linkedin is super super important and there's all kinds of things you can do to what i say is to to pimp up um your linkedin profile i don't know trend if we're going to come around to that but i did want to ask mm-hmm. because i'm maybe not of the youngest generation um are auditors on like tiktok and instagram and all these different sites I would love to be on Instagram because I feel the young generation is out there they have no idea about what is audit what is risk management what is compliance and just giving them the exposure to these fields talking about what this field is all about and how do we help companies be compliant to the rules regulations how do we add value we ensure that every process is ethical it adds value we provide assurance all of that because if we provide that kind of um, value addition we personally brand our profession in the right way starting from the young minds i believe we can attract huge talent huge talent we can actually give them the exposure what this field is all about what it takes to distinguish yourself as an auditor in this field the value and the impact that you create in the long term it's phenomenal i mean at one point you're talking to a process head the next point you're talking to a chief executive officer you're presenting your findings to the board of directors you are report it goes through so many people who are such pros at their profession i mean which profession gives you that kind of exposure it's amazing what you can create what's the so maybe a quick story hopefully mm-hmm. it'll be quick um especially with hal in the room i know i've told him this story before but mm-hmm. i remember someone like challenged me to post on linkedin i'd never done it before this is years ago and i was like all right i'm going to do it and uh cuz i was just never like huge so like i follow people but i never did anything on it which i feel like is the majority of folks and so how wrote something i forget what it was i made a comment with a question and like did it just before i left work shut the laptop i was like mm-hmm. i did it left and as soon as i got home i was like i got to know i got to know if there's if anybody said anything so like i opened my phone i checked it and how's response was something to the effect of Trent, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I was just like, oh, that, that hurts. Um, and so I, I tell that story to say, 
since majority of people scroll on social media as opposed to post or engage or whatever, mm-hmm. a lot of it is fear of looking bad or looking dumb or getting it wrong. So mm-hmm. and I don't think you have that fear, but how would you, what recommendation would you make to almost get over that, that fear? My first recommendation would be to start, just start off, put down your thoughts. First of all, identify what subjects do you want to talk about or what is the topic that you want to talk about. Identify the audience that are aligned to these particular topics. And then um, build your accountability circle or more of that, a trusted circle. And if this is the first time you're going to start posting on LinkedIn or perhaps build your own website and you want to start posting about the topics you want to speak about, write it down, write down all your ideas and perhaps give it to your mentor or your coach, your reporting manager even, or to a trusted friend. Ask them to proofread it. Ask them if your thoughts are coherent, whether they make sense. And you know, if there's something that they themselves would like to add, if you have missed out, take another person's opinion. And when you have done so, always be confident. Go ahead, post it out. Engage. Let the people know what you have in mind. It's very important to self-promote yourself. I believe uh, we are coming from a generation where self-promoting was viewed as too arrogant sometimes. But right now, it is so important to speak about your skill sets, about your talents, and not to let it be dormant. So go out there. Be confident about what you say matters. I got to be honest, when, when you first said just do it, I was like, well, yeah, of course, just do it. I mean, that's like the solution to everything. But then the mm-hmm. like practical advice of literally yeah. just write it down. You don't have to post it, you know, right away, write it down or even even better than that. When you said take it to a mentor and almost have them review it and give feedback until you feel comfortable with it. That's really, really solid. That's very good advice. I, yes, and I mean, you know- there's going to be a time, like give yourself some time and space. Talk to someone that, you know, who would be very generous with their time. Be thankful that they're actually being this generous and uh, let them know what you have in mind. In fact, they themselves, based on their experience, would give you such direction, such knowledge. Perhaps you will come out from the room understanding, okay, these are the so many topics that I can speak about. I have this expertise. So why don't I convert it into a word out there in LinkedIn, for example, and let others benefit from it. Ever since I started writing about uh, career planning, and career-based topics. I have these young minds who have just started out their professions who didn't know how exactly to navigate in a career, how exactly to frame their resume, how to put themselves out on LinkedIn. I've had them reach out to me and I've been guiding them. And they say that it's led to a lot of impact. It's helped them get clarity. It's helped them get direction. And that's what's more important. And the reason why I do that is because I didn't have that back then when I started out. Now I want to be that person for someone else so that they don't have to struggle to understand through their experience. No one needs to struggle so much. That's what I personally believe. If I mean, I think that helps, please do so. That's great because that's why I do what I do, right? Because there wasn't mm-hmm. any communication skills training when I was yeah. an auditor. It was just like drop you into the middle of a closing meeting with 18 people and CEO, CFO had a legal and just like figure it out, mm-hmm. right? Nobody taught you how to write audit reports and all that stuff. But I, I do recognize the, the just do it of LinkedIn posts. I think it is at the moment, I would say the best way to uh, increase your credibility is to write, as you said, about the things you love, the things you're taught you that you know about. Um, I did a poll, I'm sure Hal probably remember it. I did a poll like last month, complete bomb. 
So I chose the wrong method. I shouldn't have used a poll. I should have actually written about the topic because I think it was something that people didn't actually want to admit to. Mm. Um, so, so there's, it's a still learning lessons after all yes, this yes. time, right? Yes, yes, definitely. And I mean, the, uh, go ahead, Tina. Yes, uh, it also matters, like, you know, the kind of content that you want to write. What is the mode of communication? You need to sit down and understand that as well. Uh, for example, right now, everybody has such a short bandwidth to even have the patience to read through. So how lengthy should your post be? Can it be done in perhaps a few sentences as opposed to a perhaps a lengthy post? That also matters. And I know you are like, obviously very, very big on LinkedIn. That's kind of like the area you work to build your brand. So this might not be fair. So I'll, I'll maybe pose this to the broader audience. Um, how can you do it? How would you promote yourself and your brand outside of social media? I mean, like you just mm -hmm. walk in with a shirt that says, I do data analytics for internal auditors or, or what, what, what advice would you give on building it outside of social media and building it internally within like your audit department, your organization, et cetera? So I'm going to give one example. At the beginning of the year, for example, if you're going to be talking from a, a professional setting, at the beginning of the year, we sit down, we identify our goals with our reporting manager or a counselor. And we talk about uh, what's going to be our BAU. But the most important thing that we don't identify is how we are going to do it and what are the methods that we are going to employ. That's where you actually start branding yourself. So that's very important. We need to take our time to understand how we are going to do our work, what differently we are going to employ this time, whom are we going to collaborate with, now, for example, um, we are required to do 40 hours of learning. Now, in the 40 hours of learning, you would uh, enroll in all the web-based trainings, for example, in-house classroom-based trainings, or you could actually um, take admission in a coaching institute that actually gives out all these CPE learnings, for example. But after that, you have learned over there. How are you going to apply at your work? Are you going to just sit with all that knowledge to yourself? Are you going to come back to your workplace? organize a lunch learning session, for example, or share a knowledge platform. And, you know, talk about the learnings, you know, like the key takeaways, like the first five key takeaways and how we are going to apply to a job. When you do that, you will be known as a knowledge facilitator in your team. That's how you set yourself apart. So these I are think those things. are great ideas. Great ideas. Yes. So you do that. Now, for example, um, Tracy, you speak about audit communications report. You talk more about how we can have concise and precise reports to such an extent, like, you know, the executives can even read it on their mobile screen. Right now, we have done that at RBC. We have such concise uh, summaries, executive summaries being uh, compiled as opposed to the pages that we had earlier. So it's uh, drafted in such a way that it is easy to be read even on a mobile handset. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing now. So... That was one of the needs that was identified by a strategy or a strategy team. So they went ahead and they did something like that. Now, you being as one of the executing members of your internal audit team, if you feel that you know communications is something that all of your audit members can benefit from, we have Toastmasters Club. They run their charter and they run their branches across uh, different companies as well. So why don't you uh, get in touch with one of the companies who is already running a chapter Start a chapter in your own company about how do you have business communications? How do you speak to different stakeholders? How do you manage stakeholder expectations, for example? 
Toastmasters is one of the credible organizations. They speak, uh, they teach you how to be a competent communicator, how to get your message across. So there's just- Which, which organization? Toastmasters. Oh Toastmasters yes, I'm a Toastmaster as well. Yes, yes. I've been, yeah, so. Yes, yes. So yeah. just some of the ideas, even for example, you understand that, you know, uh, being an auditor, it's so important to be on, uh, on par with the innovation as well as the technological advancements that are out there. So how do you educate yourself? Why don't you collaborate with the tech team uh, that you have with an IA and organize a lunch and learning session every once a week or perhaps once in a month even to speak about what are the recent technological developments out there, what are the tools they are using, how it can benefit your audit exercise. I think so that's you, a great uh, way to, sorry, I apologize if I interrupted. I think, that, I think your ideas, I hope everyone's paying attention because this is how you can really step up within your department, whether you're an auditor or whether you're in some other department, is to take all that learning that you do and then become that information sharer, um, become a leader within your department where people turn to you because they understand and then to put that in practice because that learning is of no value unless you practice it, unless you actually use it. So I think that's a great way to establish your brand within your department. Yes, and also I believe, um... As part of our audit cycles, we have continuous auditing calls. So it's not just that you uh, come to a business once in a quarter, but we also have it on a recurring basis. So that's something like a continuous monitoring that we have. So while being on this continuing monitoring call, ensure that it's not just a one-way traffic of information coming from the client side. What do you have to add? What, what is the value that you're bringing to the conversation? So ensure that you put in the work to study your industry, to learn what are the trends out there, Ask them, are they aware of this particular trend and how are we actually doing on this particular front? There's this particular emerging risk coming up. So mm -hmm. how are we managing this particular risk? What do we have currently strategic as well as tactical in mind? Have this kind of a ongoing conversation with your client and that's how you create your recall value, make, you, make yourself memorable and you stand out. Yeah. And as we start to wrap up uh, three things, one, there is a, another question about fear. I think someone maybe showed up late, the, the fear of posting or the fear of putting mm -hmm. yourself out there. Uh, mm -hmm. And Tina Gray gave extremely good advice on how to handle that. And so if you did miss that, I just put in the chat the links to the replay that we have on the Audit Room podcast on iTunes, Spotify. It's on other platforms, but those being the main ones. So if you want to check out the replay of today's call, then you can do that. The other thing I wanted to note was from Julio, who said, Tina, you should write a book. You should. Um, and so Thank you. you absolutely should. If not, though, Julio, if you go to Tina's LinkedIn and just scroll through, there is a couple of books worth of content in that by itself. Um, and then the last thing, uh, Tina, I wanted to give you a chance. I know you are mm -hmm. was a co-founder of the Audit and Risk Network uh, page on LinkedIn. So I wanted to give you a chance to tell us what that that's about um and how we can join yes thank you so much so uh, i'm a co-founder of the audit and risk network and i have my uh, friend lokesh out here as well so both of us have founded this network and um, it's something that is quite close to our hearts because this network is all about helping out the professionals and even young students know more about ia risk management ethics compliance fraud so right now we have two offerings uh, we bring out a digital newsletter called the Auditor's Launch. We showcase uh, key insights, articles uh, from all these different domains. And we curate this newsletter and we bring it to you. So 
uh, we capture all these news articles. So you get to know at one shot, what are the different trends out there? What are the different happenings going on within this particular realm of GRC? And the second offering that we have is the job career site. So our best uh, effort is to get the careers out there to all these professionals, get them know, let them know what are the different offerings out there from across the different industries. And we hope that careers and the professionals are able to see, they are able to match their skill sets and they are able to get themselves ordered onto this, onboarded onto these wonderful opportunities. Perfect. So our main takeaway is to create an ecosystem where, you know, all these professionals contribute of their knowledge, their experience, they uh, share and they are able to uh, also teach each other what are the different practices out there, how are they auditing, how are they running their risk and controls assessments. And we hope that, you know, there is an ongoing networking in the near future. But our main aspect also is to help the young professionals who are just starting out their careers. For example, if they need a mentor, if they need a coach, there uh, over there in the network, we have a lot of people who have joined the network and we would love to put them across to one such mentor and coach who could help them meet their aspirations. So these are the things that we have in mind. We are working on a few more initiatives right now. You would hear more from us in the future and I hope you would be able to contribute and participate as well. Perfect. Thanks, Tina. All right, we're going to wrap it up. I am uh, Trent Russell, your co-host and moderator, founder of Green Skies Analytics, the go-to place for all things audit analytics. Tracy, I'll throw it to you. And then Tina, if you have a last word, um, feel free to. Absolutely. Thank Thanks so much, Trent. Um, Tina, I really appreciate you being here and sharing all this insight. I do think a book is in your future and you should follow that up. Um, for anyone that has been following my profile on LinkedIn, we do have the Global Audit Championship coming up in September, and we have an amazing offer for our summer training camp, which is 78 CPEs plus the Global Audit Championship for a ridiculously low price. Uh, I won't say the price out here because it's, I have three currencies available for you, but if you want to find out more about it, please get in touch. Uh, DM me on LinkedIn because you can use all of these 78 credits to get your 2022 and 2023 CPEs done. So Tina, over to you for the last word. Thank you, Tracy. My last word would be this, focus on building your personal brand. Don't let it uh, out there to the wind. Be very intentional, be very directional, uh, be very deliberate about it. Sit down, conduct your own self-assessment. Understand what is it that you would like yourself to be memorable for, create your own recall value. Own it. Thank you.